Hey, y'all. Welcome to the first episode of A Little Bit of Hope podcast. I am so excited and a little bit of nervous about this podcast. I have another one that I do with a friend, and so I feel very vulnerable just being the only one behind the mic. But I wanted to give you a little background of my thoughts on this podcast and why I started it and a little insight into who I am. So A Little Bit of Hope is something that I need on the daily in my life, especially when it comes to my identity and my hopes and dreams. I am currently a stay-at-home mom. I live on a few acres of land with my three boys, my husband of 20 years, some chickens, and a farm, a little bit of a a hobby farm that I'm trying to create, a garden, some chickens, and we want to add some things to it. And that'll come in stories and uh, hopes and dream episodes down the road. But I didn't always do this or live this life. In my past life, I was an elementary school teacher. I taught kindergarten, fifth grade, and sixth grade until I got pregnant with our first son. I, While I was pregnant with him, I was actually back in school getting my master's in education because I thought I would teach forever. I didn't think I would ever leave, lose that, leave that profession, nor did I think I would ever be someone who didn't work. I had worked Gosh, as long as I can remember, I had financially had to take care of myself as long as I can remember. And that will be an episode two as well, talking about that and the the pulls and strains of that. But when our when our first was first son was born, um, I just felt this pull to stay home. And so we did. We made it work by moving halfway across the country from California to Texas. And it wasn't easy for me. It was something that I knew I wanted to do and I knew I needed to do, but it wasn't always easy for me to do. Like I had said, I never envisioned myself being a stay-at-home mom. I actually graduated with my master's degree on my oldest son's birth date. He was born two days later. So there really wasn't this thought process of me always wanting to be a stay-at-home mom. And then there wasn't a thought process for me of always wanting to be a teacher. I got into elementary school teaching because it was something I knew I could do. I knew I was good with kids. I knew it was something I could get a degree and move into quite quickly. Um, I went into college as a psych major and just could not financially withhold with um withstand the burden financially to put myself through school as a psychologist and so i i went in and i wanted to be a family child psychologist and so i went into the next best thing for me which was education and i always will have a heart for educators and education but when i really am honest with myself being a teacher was never a dream of mine it was just always something i could do so i was a teacher and then i became a stay-at-home mom and then i was like who am i Have you ever had that like identity crisis? Who am I? I know I'm a mom and I love staying home, but there's also something in me that has to come out and I don't know what that is. And so I've tried various things. I did photography for a little while. I taught preschool for a little while. I stayed home for a little while. And it wasn't until I wrote a post on our blog um, and had some conversations with some friends and things and some and people I didn't know that I didn't realize what a passion writing was for me. And so at this point, I'd been home for a little while. I might have had I hadn't, hadn't had our next two sons yet. I had just had our firstborn. And I started really writing on our, our family blog outside of keeping extended family connected to us. When we moved to Texas from California, I, I stayed in contact with family back in California via MySpace. If you remember that, I just aged myself. But then it moved, MySpace drifted away and blogging drifted in. And so I created this family blog called The Fish Tank, a 
nod to our last name fish. And it was just a place in a space where I'd post pictures of our kids and our goings on in Texas to keep family connected. And it wasn't until I shared a personal story on miscarriage that I realized what, what I felt like after I wrote, how cathartic it was, um, how energized I felt when I was done. And so I stepped into this world of writing where I went to all the conferences and the life coaching and the career coaching and met with publishers and did all the things, built my email list and tried to get my, my social media following growth to grow and nothing came of it. I was writing, but nothing came of it. I would, you know, put my book idea forth and we would talk and chat back and forth and then it would slip away. And so I took a little step back from the striving of writing and reevaluated my life and then came back to it and realized, you know what, I'm trying to be something that everybody else wants me to be rather than just me. So I got back into writing for me, for no one else but me. And I said, you know what, I'm going to write this book for myself. And so I did. But then we moved into this house. And before we moved into this house, we had done some renovations on our old house. Uh, we had a couple of runs with water damage, various things happened, and we just had bad luck with water and damage. And so we had to renovate the house because of that. And right before we moved into the current house that we're in, we were renovating our master bathroom and our kitchen. And that sounds probably very stressful to many of you. And it was, I'm not going to lie, it wasn't easy. However, like writing, it sparked something in me that I thought, huh, this is amazing. This gives me like a life high. It energizes me. It excites me. I can't wait to see the finished product. I love going and picking things out and creating that space. So the writing was there. And then there was this design home renovation piece of me that was there. Then we moved into this house and we're on a few acres. And in our old house, we had, I created a teeny tiny little garden in our backyard and we had two chickens. And we can talk, we'll talk more about that in more episodes to come. But we move into this house and I get more space. And so I'm spending all this time outside. We have a chicken run with eight chickens. We have seven now and a large garden space. And every time I go out there or spend time out there, it brought me life. And so a couple of weeks ago, I was talking with my husband. I said, you know, I would love to marry writing, home design and renovation and outdoor gardening, suburban farming, right? Hobby farming, because we're in the middle of suburbia. Um, I would love to marry those three things and do something with it. I don't know what. And I would love somehow to make those things come to life and contribute to our family financially. Because every ever since I left teaching, I have always wanted to contribute to our family in that way. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to do those three things. Even though I'm not a published author, I'm not a professional gardener. I know nothing about what I'm planting. I just pretty much plan it and hope for the best. <laughs> a wish and a prayer. Um, I don't know much about being a chicken mama. I've just done it for a while and I want to add animals. I know nothing about having a hobby farm and I have never been trained in interior home design, yet it brings me life. And when I look back at my childhood, those three things are so weaved and seamed through my 
childhood in various capacities that I thought, why am I not doing these things? I'm waiting for someone to tell me I'm good at it. I'm waiting for someone to validate that I can write or design or be a suburban farmer, hobby farmer. But there's no one that needs to tell me that I am good at those things. I just need to do them because they're a part of who I am. And so my hope behind this A Little Bit of Hope podcast is that this encourages you that if you can see someone like me who has no experience in any of these things thrive and find energy and fulfillment and that spark in it, even though I don't have the things the world tells me I need in order to be validated and successful at these things, that I can do them and do them well, you can too. And so that's the heart and soul behind this. I'm going to tell you stories and things I've learned Uh, with writing and suburban farming and chicken momming and raising boys and all the things and interior design. I'm going to share those ins and outs and stories and the imperfections and the good things that came of it so that you can find the courage and the hope to step into whatever it is that is inside of you that you haven't let out yet. Because what I know from experience of doing the things that I've done is that the world needs you to step into those things. The world needs you to step into the things that you think you can't do, that you think you don't have the experience or there's someone else out there that's better at it than you, or nobody's come alongside you and validated you, or you don't have the degree to say that, yes, this is something you can move forward and do. I want you to have the courage to step into your hopes and your dreams And just to look at my stories or to hear my stories and to say, you know what, if she can do it, I can too. So hopefully we'll have 15 little 15 minute episodes where I tell you stories of success and failures, my hopes, my dreams, the way that I found courage to walk in them, even when I felt discouraged. Um, hopefully we can have a little chit chat over coffee. That's just the way I look at it. I don't know. I love coffee, but we can just have a little chat, a little 10 to 15 minute chat where you leave encouraged and energized to step into your hopes and your dreams. 